Welcome to 365 Christian Men, where every day we aim to inspire and encourage with real-life stories about men. November 4th, Peter Waldo. Waldo never meant to start his own movement. It just happened that when he came to know and love Christ, he immersed himself in Scripture. And when what went on in church didn't match up what went on in Scripture, Waldo refused to keep quiet. When an archbishop rebuked him, Waldo went to the Pope, and the Pope agreed with him, so he kept on speaking up. But when that Pope died, on this date in 1184, the next Pope condemned Waldo as a heretic. But even though Waldo was excommunicated, even though Waldo died, people continued to follow his leading and his teaching. More people joined the movement, and it spread into northern Italy and regions of Spain, Austria, Germany, Hungary, and Poland. By the time the movement was fading, the Protestant Reformation was right around the corner. Give away what you have so God can provide what others need. There's a reason the Dark Ages are called dark. Consider Peter Waldo, who lived in the beautiful town of Lyons, where two vital rivers converged. The trade here had made him a wealthy man, and he had everything he needed. But none of his stuff brought him any satisfaction. Then one Sunday in 1173, a singing troubadour traveled through town. Laughing and talking and shuffling along, the crowd drew near. At first, the noise felt chaotic. But when the troubadour began a story song, the entire crowd hushed. Everyone listened, including Waldo. The troubadour sang a ballad about Alexis, a fifth century mystic who had given all his wealth to help the poor. As the man sang about Alexis, Peter's pulse raced like the pounding hoofbeats of his favorite horse. He had to know more. Peter invited the troubadour to stay in his luxurious home, and that evening Peter asked the singer many questions. They talked about wealth and how it had impacted a man's soul. They discussed the ballad and what it meant. The troubadour's perspective excited Peter, but his discernment troubled Peter. He wondered about the state of his own soul. He wondered if he pleased God. He wondered if he needed to change the way he lived. He wanted to better understand how to live a meaningful Christian life. So the next morning, Peter sought the advice of the religious leaders in his community, and they all had slightly different ideas. But one of them did point out the story in the Bible about the rich young ruler, who had asked Jesus what he should do to be saved. In the story, Jesus said to him, if you wish to be complete, go and sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Come and follow me. Matthew 19, 21. But the rich young man walked away full of sorrow. He did not want to give up his riches. Peter would not be like the man in the story. He would not let his wealth come between him and God. He would not try to serve God in money. It couldn't be done. He had to choose which one he would trust with his life. So, Peter made a plan. What he was about to do would have harsh consequences for his family if he didn't provide for them. So he gave a portion of his wealth to his wife and paid to have his daughters taken care of at a nearby abbey. Then Peter devoted himself to studying the Bible and giving away his money. As he read the scripture, he fought to decipher the Latin words, and it was frustrating. He also worried that the common people in his community 
would not be able to understand the foreign text. He asked himself, shouldn't everyone be able to read God's word so each person could learn how to follow Jesus? He paid two clerics to help him translate parts of the New Testament and some Christian literature into the local language. Peter continued to give his money to the poor. When people asked him why he was giving away his wealth, he replied, I was always more careful of money than of God and serve the creature rather than the creator. He encouraged them, learn to place your hope in God and not in riches. Eventually, all of Peter's wealth was dispersed and he was free to fully focus on teaching about Jesus and serving the poor. How has this story challenged you today? How does it shape the way you think about your giving? What next step should you be taking? Give away what you have so God can provide what others need. Thank you for listening to today's story. Every day of the year, our hope is to inspire you with real-life stories of faithful men who have gone before us. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Join us tomorrow for another story at 365christianmen.com.